Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. From the 214, this is why y'all are the best dang show on the station. Thank you very much. In the world, you mean. That's true. And from the 817, should have been a top of the hour interview. Shame on y'all. Ask for forgiveness. I just told Kevin, Mike, <laughs> next if we if he does come back on with yeah. us, let's have him on during the expressway. That's I, like that was he. He is a great. talker. He's great. Yes. I I know well, he was like, excellent. Like Mark McLemore and him yeah. are buddies because they played such a long time on the Seattle Mariners together, and he has so much knowledge. When you play that long, and he really, you have to study the game. When you're, I mean, let's face it, when you are below average in just the skill of it, when you just look at a talent, if somebody's a first overall pick, you're like, yeah, no, they're I, getting I drafted by how great they are talented. Sure. He is like, how do I beat all of these guys that are considered more talented than me? And he figured it out and almost won 300 games. Yeah, a- absolutely. Was really glad to have him on. Now, we're going to shift gears and talk some basketball and how the Mavs can avoid last season's second-half swoon. Now, do you remember what happened coming out of the All-Star break last year? They traded away things. and or they, Was or that during before. the break? I yeah. don't know, but I I no, don't remember feeling don't. great okay. about the team. It was You're in a weird spot, but I wasn't feeling as bad as, as the second half, half progressed. Sure, that is, that is very fair. Now, keep in mind, we say second half of the season, but there's only 27 games left. Right. So, you know. But after the All-Star break, Dallas lost 10 of its next 15 games. So they went 5-10. and 10, yeah. And then they would proceed from there to continue to struggle and go 6-15 and 15 after the break. And it felt like even if they were in close games, besides the one where Kleba hit the shot against the Lakers, literally it felt like they lost every yes. game in the final three minutes that they had a chance to win. And now, you do that again, you might just hold on, might. Just hold on to a play-in spot, but your season feels essentially over. I'm not predicting that's going to happen whatsoever, but do you have any concerns looking back at the way last year played out, or do you see the way this team has been playing, the moves they made, and think, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about getting into the top six more realistically. I'm on that side right now, Mike. Okay. 
I, I feel like this team, the you just injected positive energy into this thing. And I see a team right now that I think is like really focusing on getting a higher seed, enjoying playoff basketball, being part of that right now. Corey, I totally agree. Oh I am I am optimistic about what we can see this last stretch of the season. Now, will it all come together for an NBA championship? Probably not. Sure. That, that would be very quick to trade for P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford and have them play neat. approximately 30 minutes of a 48-minute yeah. playoff game. That's a lot to ask for it to all come together, to get kind of two new starting players and for it to all come together. But last year what was so difficult <laughs> is – Dorian Finney-Smith was your best defensive player by far, and you're taking him off the team. Spencer Dinwiddie was playing 30-plus minutes a night, and you're taking him off the team. Then you add a star player to your team who's never played with Luka Doncic before, and they're trying to figure each other out and never really did figure out how to mix their games together uh, well. They've Kyrie and Luka are figuring it out. Is it perfect? It's not perfect. Their games are not perfect together and never will be perfect together. But they're much more cohesive now than they were. You don't have to worry about that. The concern is, and I'm not that concerned about it, is working in two really good role players into consistent minutes. In the trade, you didn't trade anybody getting consistent minutes. Grant Williams at times was getting eight minutes or 28 minutes. He wasn't Dorian Finney-Smith. He wasn't a guy. You are taking two people off of your rotation that are tremendous in your rotation, in Dinwiddie and Finney Smith. You didn't trade – yeah, Seth Curry wasn't even playing. Like, you, you didn't trade anybody who was getting major minutes on your team to kind of go, okay, we lost that chemistry. How are we going to bring in this chemistry? I'm optimistic, and I think, Kevin, I'll leave it at this. Tonight's a big game for me. I'm not going to say that this is a end-all, be-all. They're not team. going to be good or be good, but – if you aren't giving up offensive rebounds, if you are making it difficult to score around the basket, if you're getting easy buckets, I don't know how Luka and Kyrie are going to play the first game out of the break. Neither do I know about Durant and uh, Booker. I'll call him regular name for now. Is I think that this could be a very, very scary team for the rest of the Western Conference. And by the way, Kevin Durant agrees with you, definitely not with your nickname for Devin Booker, but about the important <laughs> you maybe so touche is Kevin Durant said this talking about the Mavs game good test for us they've been playing well lately they've got some new additions to their team that will challenge us it's a great game to start the second half of the season with so again I, I agree with you win or lose I'm not going to come in tomorrow and make a definitive statement. It's about, over. Uh, <laughs> I, I champs. I don't feel like I will say that but. Here's what it can do is last year, there are definitely some similarities between this year's team and last year's team in terms of positioning in the standings. Last year, coming out of the All-Star break, they were three and a half games behind the Clippers for the number three seed. This year, coming out of the All-Star break, they're five games back of the Clippers for the number three seed. Now, I'm not saying that means you make a charge at the three seed, but that shows you how close you are and how the, the Mavs spiraling out immediately killed yeah. any hopes of that. And then, obviously, you started moving down the standings. This could get fun. It could get not concerning. I'm not concerned about this. I, I think Nico Harrison 
has done a very good job at changing this team. Am I saying it's the best team in the NBA? No. Is it a championship contender? Not yet, but it has the the look that it could be and down much the more road. so than three weeks. That's one I, what I did want to add. Now, I know, Kevin, you're talking specifically about this sure. year, and what Mike said to start off there was, is it going to be a championship this year? I don't think so, but – what we see is we have a few years to work with some of the additions that you've made, and that can be a positive to build on. Again, we didn't expect that team to go to the Western Conference Finals uh, a couple of years ago. Like you, no. Nobody expected that. And since that. they followed it up with not making the playoffs, everybody goes, that was fake. That yeah. was just a but they Luke got is lucky. Not a, Luke yeah. is not a player that is just going to get lucky like that if he has better talent, in my opinion. And Kyrie has the experience to do that as well. And now you have some players that have the physical athleticism to actually run along with this team. And you know what? Talking about some of those players, here is a bonus Dante Exum has missed, I believe, 19 of the last 21 games. Jason Kidd said that Exum, who the knee injuries kept him out since January 27th, has not had a setback and might return during the four-game road trip. So you hit up the Suns tonight, or I guess rather they come to the AAC, and then you start your four-game road trip, and Kidd was throwing out there, hey, maybe that will be a spot for Exum. And I know we've had a conversation about what Exum can and will continue to actually contribute. But I will tell you this, before you made the trades, he damn sure was one of your better players this year. And I like the idea of him being back as another option. To your point, I thought you could argue a month ago in order Luca, Kyrie, Lively, Exum. I would Those were your four best players. Now, you could say Hardaway Jr. fifth, or you could say Hardaway Jr. fourth and then Exum fifth. But I thought... Those are probably your five best players. Not the five best guys to close with, but maybe you had to. You just put out your best five and go, we're going to go really small and then also super young. But now you don't have to. Now you don't have to put the pressure on Lively this year. Hey, we've made the playoffs, and let's just say you're playing the Denver Nuggets. I'm not happy about that matchup, by the way. If if you get unlucky with that, you get unlucky with that in your first-round matchup if they're healthy. Like, all right, man, hey, you just turned 20. Gonna take on the best player in the world for about forty minutes a night and see how that goes. Like, good luck. Now you have backup plans. So I don't know when it comes to these last twenty-seven games. Jason Kidd to me is gonna have to work his butt off and try to figure out who are the seven guys that are gonna get regular minutes in the playoffs, and then who's my eighth guy that will kind of get playing time. And that's kind of that's all you go with in the playoffs. I do know, yes, there's a Corey Brewer had a big moment or a Jan Mahimi who had a big moment. They weren't playing every game uh, I mean, during the playoffs. They just they just kind of came in and then all of a sudden, like, oh my gosh, they did something. And then Rick Carlisle would be like, yeah, they did something. That doesn't mean I'm going to now put them in the regular rotation. We're working with eight guys in a, in a playoff rotation. Luca, Kyrie, PJ, Daniel Gafford, Lively, uh, and then Tim. Yeah. And then now you have to decide between this. <laughs> Kleba will get regular time because he is a he's your biggest kind of wing defender. Yeah. So Kleba, then you have Hardy, you have Exum, you have Derek Jones Jr. You know, you're you have you're gonna have to kind of decide. Some guys are just gonna have to watch the game, but they're gonna play somewhat of a Corey Brewer role. If you have a this is where coaching, I do believe, helps. Is can you start pressing these random buttons that don't really make sense to us? But then Corey Brewer has a 
strong 10 minutes in a game, you're like, holy cow, should he be playing more? And Rick, like, I press that button. I'm not going to press it again because they might adjust to that button. Now I'm going to press some random Brian Cardinal button for three minutes that works or a Deshaun Stevenson start that works. And you're like, that's where there is coaching. I know it's professionals. It's a free-flowing game, but this is going to be Jason Kidd having to figure out who are my best eight guys to play in a playoff situation. Now, I wanted to throw this out there as well. Unfortunately, we've been having too much trial talk, but Mavericks are involved in one as well. Donnie Nelson's lawsuit versus the Mavericks is now scheduled to go to trial on December 10th. And I realize it's a long time away, and I imagine particularly for the Mavericks, they would like to not be in this trial. But if you remember, the lawsuit, which was filed in March of 2022, Donnie Nelson claims he was fired by the Mavericks in retaliation to reporting Mark Cuban's right-hand man for sexually assaulting and harassing his nephew in a hotel room during the 2020 All-Star Weekend. Now, the Mavericks, of course, at the time, reiterated that Nelson was fired due to, quote, a number of factors, including poor job performance. Okay. And so Nelson said he didn't learn about this assault until the summer and said the team quickly and quietly settled his nephew's claims in an attempt to sweep it under the rug. And he said by bringing this up, this is what had Mark Cuban and the team in general not want to bring him back. Whew. The Mavericks, on the other hand, have said they reported the allegations immediately to the NBA, and it was close to Nelson's nephew's satisfaction. I am not a judge, uh, but the precedent of what the Mavericks organization had already previously had... It's not great. ...has to play into it in some way, shape, or form. Also, probably smart of Mark to kind of, like, step away from a lot of things as this starts to pop back up. Yeah, look, and and I understand with the future of gambling and casino resorts and everything like that, but if you're a judge or you're just a human and you're aware of these things, you're like, yeah, I I, could see how that would happen in the Mavericks organization because it did. Yeah, I, I will say this on the basketball side. I'm glad that the new ownership has come in and said, Nico's the guy running the basketball yeah. stuff. Like, let's Thank goodness. like, yeah. For instance, I don't know to blame Donnie Nelson or not for 2013 through 2020-ish. Like, I, I don't know who to blame on that because we get conflicting reports from yep. people that know more than we do inside that organization. That Mark Cuban became the general manager, and that's why Donnie wasn't happy, is because he felt like he's getting overruled too many times, and he wasn't really the general manager anymore. At one point, Vegas Bob was uh, very yeah. high up, and, and that was that was conflicting. Which you know. led to your right. star player allegedly I, saying, who the F is running this team? I just feel like now we know from 2023 beyond, we can look at Nico this is what Nico did. This is who Nico drafted. This is who Nico traded for. We're not like, man, did this, was this a Cuban move or was this a Nico move? We know that at least the ownership made it clear that Nico's running the basketball. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's tough for my buddy's an idiot. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion or did they try to shut your phone down? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now... It's time for my buddies an idiot. 877-881-1053 on the truckwreck.com text line. If your friend has a terrible sports or pop culture opinion, also want to hear from our folks on the Twitch and the YouTube. And Corey, it seems like our short national nightmare is over and perhaps all of the phones are working again. Let- oh, my phone's finally working. <laughs> Literally four minutes ago. Uh, whenever we went to break, I was the entire time we were on break, Kevin, my phone wasn't working. And as soon as you said that, all my bars are back. I don't know how much it has to do with the satellite that crashed, uh, the European, the dead European satellite. Oh, my son has sent, he's watching all the TikToks right now and he should be paying attention in school. Uh, but he's, he's watching all the TikToks because he wants to know why he can't get, uh, bars. Now from the two, five, four, lots of people have opinions. I don't know if this is from chop. China has released my phone finally. Okay. And then from the 817, what? I didn't say China. Uh, from the 817, my buddy is an idiot because he's trying to text you guys to tell you that I'm an idiot, but he has AT&T, so I'm safe until next week. But now, but with here, this new yeah. information, yeah. could why are you an be idiot? a change in. Yeah, why is he saying you're an idiot? That's a good question. And if you tell us, does that make you more of an idiot? Ooh. Or even cooler for being part of it. <laughs> well, your friend couldn't be. That see these these are the questions that Corey brings to the table that I enjoy. Are the college football playoff people idiots? So we just that was like two or three days ago. They approved the twelve team playoff. All right, everyone's like, sounds good. Five plus seven model. Let's do it. Yesterday, reports started coming around that the College Football Playoff Committee, which is meeting in Dallas, has already begun discussions, just discussions, nothing done, discussions that in 2026, they could start the 14-team playoff. Okay. And so they're like, all right, I know we're changing things up and expanding it from 4 to 12. What if we gave that two whole years and then went ahead and expanded to 14 again? Yeah. And eventually, you would guess they're going to expand to 16, so there's no buys for anybody, and then who the hell knows? Are we going to get an NCAA tournament style? I don't know. That This this feels like a really quick decision Kevin, to even have a discussion about. All right. First off, seeing how many coaches are just stressing about coaching with an NIL era yeah. is... I'm loving it because they're freaking out. They're like, I used to make so much money and it was so easy to hold it, uh, hold the careers of these college kids over their heads. You know, it was so easy back then. Now I got to deal with this NIL money. Um, but then on top of that, knowing how much money they can make off of these playoffs, 
Kevin, th- they might have 32 teams at some point because they're like, we're just, we're printing cash right now. So that's what's going to happen, Kevin. The more that happens, the more teams are going to get at it. I know that, I don't know how much more interested I'm going to get in the regular season. Yeah. But I think I am because it's really, oh. so it's it's just really tough for me at times. I know this, if eight's playing 14 in November, yeah, I'm always like, well, they're kind of both done, right? Like in my mind, does that make sense? It, like It does. Let me ask you on the flip side, does that kill the, or severely wound the, Two versus three, Michigan Ohio State game at the end of the regular season. I'm sure season. a little bit because now you're going. Whoever loses just might have to start off on the road or be. Yeah. An, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if they'll have. Aren't they planning on it's a home game in the first round? I think in the first round, and then they're going to incorporate the bowl yeah. system. Is and everything is that like you know that. you could look at it go? Oh, they might fall out of the top seeds to host okay. or whatever. So okay. yes, to your point, yes. But because those games felt live or die. You're like, well, if we lose, our season's clearly over. Now you're like, well, if we lose, <sighs> it's a tougher part. There are some of those that are still built-in traditions, though, that you'll still be fired that's, up that's about. That's fair. Like, or, no that matter what, fair. A&M in Texas, I'm so excited that that's oh coming God. back. And I don't have a I don't have a dog in the race either. Sure. I'm just pumped up. I'm assuming Probably. around Thanksgiving time that you're going to get that oh, game yeah. again. And when something goes away, take this, Marvels. When something goes away for a long time then we want it even more oh, when you pump out something every three oh, months this on is a, about like the marvel universe like, in general i don't care okay. anymore okay. like hey guess what this is happening with houdini mudini i'm like i've never heard of this person and I you're just throwing it. them in Keep and give me care every three months there's something new and I'm like you killed thanos you won man <laughs> There's still there's more. It's than called just end game. Well, and then I guess the legal system killed their other big bad villain, right? I don't know. Thanos? Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I don't know. No, it, it was a Jonathan Majors situation he's referring to. Is from the four six nine. Yeah, don't do that. Don't 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 yeah. do what he did. The idiot driving in front of me in the fast lane are not my friend, and they're idiots again. It is. Man, people have really, do you think this is an age-based discussion? Because I feel like if you were talking to, not always, but sometimes an older person, I saw write an editorial to the newspaper, which, yes, I was reading, and they were like, people in Texas are crazy. Somebody Zoomed by me on the freeway. They said Zoom? Yes, they did. And I don't know if that means they were driving 80 and the speed limit's 70. That's or that they not, were on a meeting face-to-face. I like don't, a, I do, you know what, to be fair? They don't know what I don't know is. that. They don't know how to but use it. But if somebody is going 80 and the speed limit's 70, I don't necessarily think they zoomed by you. Okay. And also, are you holding up the traffic by being in the left lane and going below the speed limit? Because if you are, then I wish a crane would pull your car off the road. I Last night, actually, on my drive home, I was going 85 in the left lane on 75. And a guy flew up behind me, and I was like, I'm going pretty fast, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm rocking it here. Give me a second to get out of the way, you know? Like, give me just a second yeah. to get out of the way, and I will for you. But there's some there's some work I have to do before I get to it. Stop flashing your lights at me, or I'm going to brake tap you. Oh. So, like, I'm going 85. I'm doing pretty decent right here. From the, oh, this is a fascinating conspiracy theory <laughs> that I'm here for. My buddy's an idiot. He thinks AT&T, or let's try this again. My buddy thinks I'm an idiot. 
because I believe AT&T is flipping Dallas the bird because of the World Cup changing the name of AT&T Stadium. <laughs> All right. Look, that's interesting. I that never is, thought of that theory. I am pretty interested in that, especially since they're going to call it Dallas Stadium. I know a whole bunch of people got a whole bunch of issues with that. Was your phone working in Arlington? Did they make sure it worked Ooh. in Arlington? I don't know. See, these are the kind of conspiracy theories that I'm here for. And by the way, my wife was talking about something last night. She was like, is that the dumbest conspiracy theory you believe in? And I was like, oh, no, I definitely believe in a lot. When it comes to sports especially, yeah. I believe in a lot of ridiculous conspiracy What's theories. the dumbest one you believe in, Kevin? Frozen envelope? Uh, that, I, think, I think that one is true. Like, so Jordan's uh, I, his gambling I think it's the debts. Jordan thing that I don't believe that he just retired. I believe he got kicked out of the NBA by David Stern, and they're like, brother, you got to go, man. And, like, not forever, but just for a little bit of time. Like, when I got fired at Blockbuster, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll bring it back sometime. And I was like, sure you will. <laughs> and so I think that they booted him out of the league. That might be the dumbest one that I believe. Or the Kevin Costner, Cal Ripken Jr. one. Oh, yeah, that one's... You've heard that I one, I want to right? talk about that with Cal Ripken Jr. one day. Um, oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> or Kevin Costner. I'm sure you do. Which one do you think will open up first? Neither. Probably not Costner. He's a country boy. Loves to raise his cattle in Montana. Now, Is that, that where he lives now? That's a character. Oh, what? That's not his no, real I think life? He, I don't know. He did a whole National Geography thing on Montana. <laughs> National Geographic. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Hey, okay. hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can I, I, I do have a question about am I an idiot or not? Okay. Here's, here's kind of how things unfolded last night for me. I'm at the, I'm the first one to give my ticket to the valet guy. And was it free valet? It is, but theoretically, theoretically, okay. Yeah. Let's we could talk about that as a side to this. Okay. Theoretically, it's free valet, but you feel bad. Right? I was the first person out of our group to give my ticket. About 15 cars left before I got my opportunity to go. On my way, I'm still, like, I waited probably 25 minutes for my vehicle, and the guy comes over and is like, hey, like, uh, are you waiting for an Uber or something? And I was like, no, I'm waiting on my car. And he goes, oh, and he gets the ticket, runs off, comes back. Sorry about that, sir. I was still about to tip the guy. I was still about to give this guy uh, a pretty decent handy tip because I really didn't I only had a 20. I was going to be like, here you go, dude. Dude, high roll. I know, right? But I had gone into the night expecting to spend some money. Okay. So I, but he just walked off. And so I was like, all right, fine. So I just got in my car. So then I'm sitting at a light and I see a homeless man. And I rolled out my window and I said, hey, what, what do you need? And he was like, I'm just hungry. And I said, do you want some whiskey? And he was like, no, I don't drink. And I was like, I got some right here. And he goes, no, I'm just really hungry. And so I gave him the 20 and said, hey, go have a good dinner tonight. Am I an idiot for believing that guy didn't want any whiskey? Or for no. uh, also wanting to think you're an idiot at all. Continuing to want to tip the. That's the very nice of you, but nobody ever knows yeah. what somebody's going to do with money. Yeah. You give a money for a present for a marriage. Somebody's getting married. He's like, I, instead of getting them China, which. I had plenty of China. Never, we never used never that many used plates. The China. We Nobody's weren't going to have forty-eight it? people over in our fifteen hundred square foot house in Fort Worth at that time. Lucy uses it for tea parties with her dolls. Yeah. Ooh, so somebody gives you money, fancy like, hey. tea party. <laughs> they don't know. Like you could use it for a great dinner. You could use it to buy Evan Carter rookie card. Like I, you know, I don't know what you're going to do. 
Well, anyway, that's that. So, yeah, maybe I, I was an idiot for being like, I'm still going to tip this guy. Okay. Even though it's taken so long to get my car. Let me ask you a follow up question to that if we're talking about the tips and the tip box. Was I an idiot for when I was working at the car wash that I believed all of the tips you got went into the tip box? So, when, okay. So people would give you tips into your hand. Yes. You would then put it in the tip box. Correct. While other people would then, then pocket it. Oh, my it. God. I had multiple people come up to me, and we had conversations about this. Because this is what I was trying to learn all the facets of the business. And what I learned is people really like finishing the car off because then you get to hand the keys off to the driver. And frequently they will tip you. Well, right there... We have a tip box, and so some people would put the money in the tip box, and it was dispersed evenly among all the workers for the day. But what I noticed is more often than not, people just took the tip and put it in their pocket, mm. and I was like, oh, no, I thought we were supposed to be putting it in the box, and multiple people were like, yeah, that's great. That <laughs> That's not what people do. Pooled so. tips are not my favorite. By the way, from 972, that dude for sure bought crack, and good for him. You helped oh him have gosh. a great night. I didn't even think about crack. I didn't even think, hey, dude, I have some I think crack they in only my car. Sold you that want in the some. 80s. I think that's gone now. It's I, out of is, style. Is that correct? Okay. Well, I don't know if I believe that it's accurate as well. But man, there are more. There are a lot of. Uh, there are a lot more things that people want to uh, want. To they know want to about. discuss more national geography. Yes, they want to talk more national geography. They want to talk more <laughs> about driving, about tipping. Is... I guess that's, that means geography in your nation. Uh-huh, yeah. right? <laughs> Just your nation. Instead of world geography, where you have to study all the. <laughs> places that you've never gone to and never will be and you're really not sure where they're at you know what as long as we're talking about that it blew my mind when i asked my mom what year she took texas history and she goes well i didn't take texas history and i was like what because i thought like because she made texas no history. well i didn't live in true. texas no she didn't oh but like in oh, yeah, my, she lived in chicago no, she lived in illinois but <laughs> yeah. in my mind did they take illinois history she said they did take and i was like so you guys talk about lincoln and then what where do we go from there is Ditka. I, I just, yes, Lincoln and Ditka. I just assumed everybody <laughs> took Texas history in like seventh grade or whatever. And so when she told me that, blew my freaking mind. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. That is pride crutch. in your state where you think all 50 states have Hell to yeah. take Texas history, but no Hell other state's history. Yeah. They say crack's too expensive. He didn't get it with that $20. Well, so he had to Why are up. we? All right, we got to go to break. Text in how much crack cost on the street. Henry, get free. No, 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 no. Cut that off. Cut that highlight off right oh, now. Wow, dude. We That's need to make something aggressive. very clear. From the 325, looks like we're going to have to pay 60 to $200 <laughs> per gram for crack. No. We? That is, this is not a we situation. Somebody else texted in and said, $20 will get you what's usually known as a dub. Other people, no. I don't know what that means. No. Like a I hit just, of crack? I don't know what that means. We, this is not the route we're going. I know Corey asked, this is all based off of, I know you shouldn't go backwards, only yeah, forward. My bad. This is based on Corey giving $20 to a homeless person and then someone asking, did he go get crack? And then people weighing in on the current financial state of the crack game. Are. Kevin, it, there's a long history of our listeners knowing the street value of drugs. It really like, is. We know, we've known this for a long time. We've always gotten great <laughs> advice in case we want to get into that market. Maybe they're undercover police 
officers. Ooh, you know value. what? I don't want to rule that out because one time, I can't remember how much weed it was, but we threw out like X number of pounds. Multiple people came in with very similar answers. One, it was like about 80,000. Another person goes about 84,000. And so like they were really spot on with these, I guess, ideas. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that was going to be a highlight about Derrick Henry. And I appreciate you. You know what? Can we play it this time and I won't cut it off? You're this, the one that called for him to cut it off. Hey, because so. we needed to talk about this wee business, all right? Odyssey has enough problems as is. We don't need more heaped on our plate. No, not Snowfall Dallas. We're not spinning that off. That's no, We're not doing any of that. All right. Although you guys are very amusing. Is I wanted to ask you guys questions about four specific players. We ran through Josh Jacobs. Seems like people are like, eh, maybe not. There are four players on the board right now that the Cowboys are either the first or second favorite to pick up. Now, as you can guess, they're all veteran players. Potentially, a couple of them are definitely high-money players. Derrick Henry is the second. The Cowboys are the second favorite to pick up Derrick Henry behind the Baltimore Ravens. I know we talked about some of the pitfalls that come along with Josh Jacobs. What about Derrick Henry? Or are we just out on the concept of the high-priced running back, which is where I am? I I understand being out on the concept of a high-priced running back especially, and I've told you, just like I said yesterday, if your offensive line isn't right, if your offensive line isn't good enough. Um, but I think one thing Derrick Henry has shown is that he he can be a tough physical running back for you, especially for sure. even at goal line situations. Sure. So that's where, that's where one of those situations where you struggled, uh, but you can't have Tony Pollard and Derrick Henry – so you got to? Are you going to say, "Hey, he's our guy all the time"? Um, I would love to add that type of a presence to the locker room. I think he's got a great work ethic to go along with it. Uh, but I don't know the reality of them really wanting to run the ball. They said they wanted to, and they just weren't able to do it last year. So maybe they were getting trying to. Maybe McCarthy was trying to get a mindset of, "I want our offensive line to be prepared to run the ball," but they just weren't able to do it last year. Can I throw another name in there for uh, you to maybe yeah. combo respond? Is Alvin Kamara? Now that is somebody that I think would be significantly cheaper. I don't know if that changes your thought. At okay, all. so I hate saying this. Here's where I'm at with it. I don't know when you're going to have to pay a quarterback who's good, not great, yep. $55 million. Yep. I don't know how to solve this problem because we're looking for how do we get good deals or bargains on premium free agents, which there's not very many of because there's always the franchise tag or what's the other tag called? The there's transition Transition tag. tag. They don't allow great players to become free agents because you're able to tag them and it puts them in a place where they're like, let's just get a long-term deal done and get some guaranteed money up front. So you, you never have real premium free agents. Sure. So you're always on this market of, hey, Travis Henry. You know, borderline Hall of Famer maybe in his career. But his career's almost over. Does he have a year left? Does he have three years left? We don't know, but probably three max at best. And he might be already done with his prime. We don't know that. Derrick Henry? Derek, did I say who did I say? Uh Travis. But Sorry. He's, I mean, he's thirty and the tr- the history of the Cowboys is that once you get to thirty they say this, right? Yeah. We discussed this with uh with catchers uh the other day. That that thirty years old, 
that's when they fall off. Somebody just texted in and said he's washed up. And I looked and he was, I mean, he had 1,538 yards two years ago with 13 touchdowns, 1,167 with 12 touchdowns last year. But since his 2,000 yard season, he had a 5.4 yards per carry. It's unbelievable. Then it went to 4.3, 4.2, 4.4, 4.4, 4.4, 4.2. So, yes, that has declined. Yeah. Can he get back to five? Probably not. And, uh, but and that's what you want out of your run game. And Kamara's hurt. It feels like all of the time. Yeah. Like if you get three straight weeks of a healthy Kamara, that is a huge stretch of, hey, he played three straight weeks. I don't play fantasy football, but I feel like playing that, you have to get really frustrated having him on your team going, I don't know when he's going to play and when he's not going to play. And he seems to be week to week with that status. I just... I hate saying it. I just don't know how to fix this situation okay. without Dak becoming a great quarterback. Okay, then I might go straight to Corey for this one because I believe your answer on these other two will okay. be pretty much the same. T. Higgins and Stefan Diggs. T. By the way, just something to keep an eye out for on Kamara and Derrick Henry. The Ravens are favored in both of those with the Cowboys second in both of those. So just something to keep in mind. T. Higgins, the Cowboys are the second favorites to pick him up. Stefan Diggs. Cowboys are the favorites to pick him up. Now, I, I'm not saying I disagree with you whatsoever, Mike. I just, I would assume the theory would still be a play to, for the wide receiver. You have to go, I'm, I'm not going to answer that question, I'll let Corey answer it, but you have to go with, if you're a Cowboys fan or if you're Will McClay and Steven Jones, you have to go with, he's good enough to, to, to lead us to a championship yes. or you're wasting everybody's time. So it's just my opinion. It's tough to answer these questions feeling positive about them, but those are two big names that... You're going to have to screw up your cap. You're going to have to, in 2026 or 27 or 28, yep. you're going to have to be $60 million over right. and screw it up if you want to do stuff like this. T. Higgins is a body type that you just don't often find. 6'4", 220-pound kind of guy who has you know uh, an area code radius to catch within. His catch numbers are great. 67, 68% of the time he's catching the football. And I still think the Bengals will end up keeping him. But that's like, that's, that's where whenever it comes to CeeDee Lamb is, I think CeeDee Lamb is my Jamar Chase, Mike Evans. I want to, I do want a different body type on the other side that can do the Mike Evans, T Higgins type stuff. Diggs is kind of the same as all the other uh, all the receivers we have. Now, yeah. he is shifty and fast and can get out of breaks. Is that connection more because his brother's here or because the Cowboys have expressed that they've always had a desire to have him play here? Could and be I, both. The other yeah. thing is I just have no clue what keeps him happy. And that's one of my biggest concerns. It could be Kyrie where just landing in Dallas is the right spot for him, but I just don't know what keeps him happy. That is, uh, that is a fair point indeed. All right. Fair to say that most times when people make a Mount Rushmore of sports figures, it agitates somebody, maybe a lot of people. Because it's an opinion. And yes. Nobody, not everybody's going to agree with that Exactly. Opinion. What do you think about Dan Marino's quarterback Mount Rushmore? Joe Montana. I would say yes. John Elway. I'm not going to say yes yet. Jim Kelly. I'm Ooh. definitely not saying yes. Now, keep in mind. There's that, only one more person, right? One spot. Dan Marino. He said not Dan Marino. Oh, Brady, he, Tom Brady. Because he said, huh, kind of, is because he said he needs he somebody else to Warren list him. Moon? He said it's either going to be Mahomes or Brady. So what I found to be interesting in that, he's like, Mahomes or Brady, 
You guys can figure that out. But the ones I'm locked into, obviously of his era, yeah. Montana, Elway, Kelly. I wish he would have just said, just pick the four guys of your era. And really, the four guys of his era, Montana, Elway, Kelly, and him, and him yeah. would probably be it. I don't know. Aikman is falls into that category. I'm not sure if he feels like he's take after. Aikman over Kelly? Yeah. I just, he probably saw Kelly so much, I'm yeah. sure. And, they, and probably yeah. a re- uh, friendship and relationship, especially about regarding the, same age. the fact that dude overcame cancer Absolutely. and all that, too. Absolutely. But... Probably See, Warren Moon's in that category. If we're just going off of the 80s and early 90s quarterbacks, like those are the guys. He'll get some feedback on this. Yeah, because he shouldn't have said Mahomes or Brady. He should have just said, look, I can. I'm, I want to go off the guys that I yes. matched up against, that I watched the most, that I played against the most. And yeah. then, you know, he's a big ice guy, Buffalo. too. Then put on your gloves and go to work. He played against Buffalo the most in the playoffs. So that makes sense that, that like he he saw that guy a lot. And then I wanted to throw this out there really quick is Adrian Peterson. I don't know if you saw this is like his MVP trophies up on the block. His uh, rookie of the year trophy is up on the block and people were concerned. Oh, no. Does he not have any money? Now, Adrian Peterson has stepped out and said, no, 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 no. This stuff is being sold without my consent Uh-oh. and I'm not broke. And he said an estate sale company without his authorization included some of his trophies in a sale. So he's trying to get those pulled down off the otherwise estate. Do you sale. have the estate sales website? Ooh, Why is he having an estate sale? I don't have that estate website. An, I'll look for it. Is he having an estate sale because he needs he, money? He insists Maybe he had one that of those he's people not come broke. in that clean up closets or whatever, and they they kind of make sure you're you're more organized. They give you the keep trash yeah. sell and so piles. so he hired one of those people, and now they like, Pepsi rookie they, of the year. Like, Get out of here! Maybe this? it's like I don't know. Maybe it's like somebody who doesn't follow football. They're like, what do you need these for? You probably won these when you were twelve years old. Do you like, still have all your trophies from <laughs> high school, Mike? No. Oh, why not? Like one of them that I wish I had, I don't know where it went, is I got, I'm pretty sure I got a trophy for winning Connie Mack World Series MVP. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know where it is. I I, I just, I remember I'm, looking through I'm, my I'm trophies. I'm assuming it's and in my parents' attic or long gone in the trash. They meant I don't know. so much back in the day. Like when you were a kid, they meant a lot. And then it was like, nah, all right. And they just get rid of them. You don't need those anymore. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, most improved MLB team, least improved, and Wyatt Langford. The insights and answers to these questions lie in the spring training survey. We'll get into it next right here on The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.